Hey y'all, what's up? It's your boy Drew in the building. It's your boy Drew in the building. <laughs> so I just wanted to give you guys a disclaimer because this week um I actually had a guest this week because I promised you guys that last week. If you remember, if you watched the last episode, I mean, listen to the last episode. Um, so if you want to listen, you can go ahead and let, go back and listen to that episode or the other episodes that I did. Um, but this week I have a guest and for some reason the audio was a little off. Um, so I have to figure that out. So just bear with me. It's a little, it's a little, I sound a little low. He sounds a lot higher than me. I'm not too sure what happened. So just bear with me. Enjoy the show. And thank you for listening to Drew Presents. Here's the episode. Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back to Drew Presents with your boy Drew, where our connection continues to connect. And we have a fan favorite, Doctor. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> we have Qualic, aka. I was going to say your real, well, your your middle name, but I'm not going to say that. Um, well, thank you, Qualic in the building. How's it going, friend? Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a little bit of time. Yeah. Oh, am I a fan favorite? Oh, I feel special. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, things is 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 getting better. I will say that. That's all. But you know, they're, they're getting better. Life We're is all a work good. in progress. We're all a work in progress, and you know, life right. has to continue. So, right, right. Um. Okay. So typically, what I do is I like to give the people something that I've done this week. Um, so, since you're the guest, I'll let you start. Or you want me to start? It's just whatever's up to you. What I've done last week? Or this, yeah, like, this week is just getting started. Okay. Well, right. Well, last week. Um. Well, I got a new job. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Well, thank you. I was... I was wrongfully let go from the last one. Let's cover that in a little while. Um, uh, that's it, really. Like, I haven't really been doing too much. Just been trying to stay focused on the things that I need to do to become a better person. You know, I'm just trying right. to remain sane with some of the things that's been going on in my life. Um, but otherwise than that, you know, just been... Same old, same old. Here, right, yeah. Okay. So last week for me, I did a little bit of traveling, um, traveling that I really didn't want to do. Um, but, you know, obviously it was, uh, I guess I was forced. <laughs> <laughs> Not I, basically forced. To, I basically had to go to court um, in upstate New York, and it's about, about five hours from my house. And as you guys know, gas is high as a motherfucker. Who you talking um, Right. So uh, that was quite a little bit of a journey. And what else happened last week? Yeah, that was pretty much it. It's been, other than that, like you said, it's been really low-key, just working. Um, and that's it, you know, trying to be a better yeah. friend and all of that other good stuff. Likewise, I've been trying to be, you know, a better friend because I've been MIA a lot. Yeah. But um, no listen. one tells you. No one tells you. What? That you're not being a good friend? No, no, no. Like no one tells you that when life happens as you get older. Like you know, when we were younger, like we could, like obviously, you know, we would confide in each other a lot quicker. You know what I'm saying? And I've mm -hmm. noticed the pattern even between you and I, like it'll be days or maybe even a week later and you'll tell me like, oh, this happened. Whereas before, it would be like, oh my God, <laughs> six minutes ago, this happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. It's, it's just, just, you like, know, sometimes life. you start to you notice that, yeah, you start to notice that, you know, people got their own shit going on. You know, right. and then plus, like, it depends on what it is when it comes like now, like if I want to hit you with it right away, because it could be a little heavy, because a lot of heavy shit has been happening. So, right, you know, I've just right. been trying, like, to process it myself before I say anything to anybody else anyway. You know what I mean? So, right. And I think that's the beauty of, like, a true friendship is that, you know, it evolves and it grows and things start to change. And people have families and people get married or people get mm -hmm. they uncouple. And, you know, things, all types of things happen. And then it's just like you flow. 
and that's just the right. new dynamics of the relationship. And no one is like, oh my god, bitch, you didn't call me, or you didn't right. tell me, and I just like <laughs> the maturity of it, and it's not feeling like, I have to call you when this happened, or as soon as, you know, I I don't know, got married, this happened, or as soon as I broke up with this man, this happened. Right. It's not like I have to instantly tell you, and I like that it's not any right. pressure. Well, you know, I mean, we see each other. <laughs> right. So, I mean, yeah, that's 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 life. I mean, right. you know, you can't just always expect for people to tell you stuff right away. Some things, depending on what it is, because I'm not going to lie, because some things still I would like to know and not be the last to know or right. know, like, you know, two weeks later if it was something that was, like, really important. You know what I'm saying? But, right. like, little stuff that's, you know, really not that that heavy. I mean, you know. Right. I know what you mean, right? Right, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so let's jump into these topics. Um, the first topic, the funny thing is that my iPad is all the way upstairs, and I literally left that shit up there, and I forgot. So this first topic, I'm going to go off my brain, because I, it's not really, um, I would have liked to have had all of the names, and in fact, I don't remember the names, but I guess that's not really important. But anyway, mm-hmm. so this is the situation. Basically, a man <clears throat> was on one of those apps. Tinder, Bumble, I don't know what the fuck the straights use. Whatever they use, <laughs> that's what he was on, right? Um, so he met uh, someone on a, he met a female on the app, and he was like, you know, hey, what's up? You know, I would like to chill with you, whatever, whatever, whatever. And they decided to meet up at her house. He gets to the house. The house is really dark, he said. And she performed fellatio on him. And oh, Lord, that was the end of it, right? So now he is a college student, just to give people some background. He's a college student. We don't know how old she was. Oh, um, okay. I think I know what you're talking about, Dad. Okay. And then he, I guess he decided to discussed with some of his teammates, and they was like, yo, I know this chick, like, her name is da-da-da-da-da. So, what ended up happening was, the three of them decided, they felt like, oh, something, something's not right. Because all of them had the same story. We met her, it was pitch black in the house almost, she gave us head, end of it, and we went home. So, they decided to go to her house to confront her to see what was really going on. Obviously, when they got there, they found out that she was a trans woman, mm. and the guy decided to, well, according to him, she went reaching for a knife or a weapon underneath her bed. He he thought that she was going to kill him, so then he ended up bashing her fucking brains out pretty much. Oh, that sounds kind of vulgar. But anyway, he ended up, <laughs> he ended up killing her, mm-hmm. and she's, obviously, she's deceased. He went to trial for it, for he was charged with second degree murder, and he beat the charge. And people are fucking upset. And then some people are like, "Oh, well, it's kind of like karma because she catfished him in a way. She basically she presented herself as a woman, and he got there, and she was a trans woman, and she did blank and da 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 da. So, my first question is. Do you think that she should be held, even though she's deceased, but do you feel like she should have been held accountable if she was alive, being that she catfished him? Accountable how? Like, through the court system? I mean, yeah, through the court system. So she has been held accountable, or is it just like, slap on the wrist, girl, you can't do that? I mean, how would you hold someone accountable for, for catfishing? You know what I'm saying? Like, then plenty of people could get in trouble for that shit or be like held accountable whether or not you was a trans woman or not however mm-hmm. like the call ugh, no well the okay let me choose my words um <laughs> the like i would understand if they got together and beat the shit out of her to a certain mm-hmm. extent but killing is another thing you know right. what i'm saying like and for him to be able to get off because people in their mind say, oh, well, she tricked him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a lot of people get tricked. So that means that everybody should be killed that gets tricked and people are not happy. Well, I mean, the, the facts are that she went reaching for a weapon. So, and then they did find a knife underneath her pillow. So I guess that was the 
probable cause for them to say, well, she was going to get a knife to try to do something to him. So I guess that's kind of... So it's like self-defense. Right. However, I feel like, well, my if I was on a jury, he would have not, I would have never said not guilty. I don't know if he should, he deserves second degree murder, but I do feel like you went there with the intent to confront someone. So it wasn't going to be peaceful. Correct. <laughs> right. So to me, um, and you was inside of the house. So I'm pretty sure like if someone came to my house and it's three niggas here and I'm like, oh, what's going on? Like, I'm pretty sure I didn't go and say, oh, come in. Let's have, you know, a, a fucking foursome. I'm pretty sure that's not what happened. I'm pretty sure they probably forced their way in. Mm-hmm. And that part is probably being left out of the story. And then he just went to full attack mode because obviously if someone said something to you and it was not true, I'm pretty sure you would take like, oh my God, I can't believe you betrayed me. So now in my mind, you know, in his mind, a man sucked him off. So right. I'm not gay. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I mean, I can see people's anger. Right. But again, like you went to someone's home and it wasn't just you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So right. there's a lot of other things to take into consideration when it comes to that. I mean, was she wrong for tricking people? Absolutely. Because you should always let people know up front. Stop tricking people. There's plenty of people out there who would gladly be sucked off by a trans like just stop don't they gotta stop doing this like people have to stop doing this period whoever it is because these situations end up coming up coming about and nobody really went well in this case he did win but she lost her life right right she lost her life i mean and ultimately he didn't win either because now he had to deal with the because i do believe that if you take someone's life in some capacity, it has to haunt you. You know what I'm saying? Like, in some capacity. It well, has to haunt you. Maybe. Think about it, de- the- it, depends. it depends on the person's mindset. Because if, if it comes to something like this, I feel like mm-hmm. some people are just like, you know what? I had to do what I had to do. I was tricked, so I'm justified. I mean, true, but think about it. That person has a family, too, right? So now mm-hmm. you have to... Now we know who you are. We know your name, right? So what if that person's family decides to retaliate against you? So to me, it's like you have to always kind of be looking over right. your shoulder. You know right. what I mean? Like, because I'm like, oh shit, like somebody might try to get me back, or even, you know, let's be honest, the the community itself is very loud and proud. Not to say that I think anyone would ever go after him, but I just you just never know what someone is thinking, and I think um, I think he needs to apologize. You know what I mean? Obviously, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he didn't want to go to jail, but I'm pretty sure. My brain is telling me another story, and it's making me mad about this. Because I read when I read it, I was really I got instantly I got upset because I'm like, wait, what? And then I had already had saw a documentary on something else where someone was sent to he was sentenced to death because he was the driver in a car when his friend shot and killed a man. And yeah, yeah. Right. Like um, accessory or something like that. Right. But it's just like, well, but I understand he was in the vehicle, but you're sentencing him to death? How am I supposed to know this nigga's going to go up there and shoot this motherfucker? I right. don't know that. Exactly. You know what I mean? But that's a whole other case. And then when I look at this case, I'm just like, he actually killed her and you set him free. Like, I'm just, I don't understand. The right. The justice system will never make sense to me. It, really, it, it doesn't. Like, he should have got. Listen, you still took a life, so you should have got some type of repercussion for that. Right. Like, and did, he even, sure. did he even get probation? Like, no. No. No, right. he went home. And Just, the, his yeah. his previous uh, college said, whoever gets him as a student will have great stories to tell about him and the victor. Like, you know, obviously given, like, commending him and praising him uh, for, you know, fighting the case or whatever the situation is. Mm. Like, oh wow! You know, just, well, you know, it's overall sad though. It is, but I, but I think the message that you said is really good too, and I didn't even think about that. I think as a community, no matter whoever you are, stop, you know, being dishonest with people. Be honest, whether you have a, a sexually transmitted um, infection or disease, or right. if you are trans, or if you are a man, or if you were a nigga, or if you was a nigga that used to be a bitch, or a bitch that used to be a nigga. Tell these people the truth. 
Tell yeah. them this is who I am and this is what's happening because you just never know how people will snap and next thing you know, bitch. You dead. Right. I was going to say you went to grave. <laughs> I mean, either or. You know, like, well, I guess technically you wouldn't know you was in the grave. But I'm just saying, right? I'm you just never dumb. know. Or you, I just like, I don't want to have that type of conflict in my life. Like, I'm too old to be like, oh my God, what is going on here? Like, can you imagine your reaction? You open your door and there's three people there, or you look through the peephole and you see three men there that you sucked off. And, I'm and, and, sure. then and you know why they're there, okay? Like she, I'm she, she opened the door. Right. Like, she, she knew why they were there. Like, I wouldn't even have opened the door. I would have called the police. <laughs> right. Or, Maybe or she something. thought they was back for round three. All three of them? No. Listen, you never know. You never know. Listen. You never know. First of all, I don't even, like, I'm not walking into somebody's house and this shit is dark any fucking way. So, well, that just didn't even sound, anyway, he was young, so keep it moving. <laughs> that is true, because I remember being, t- I was, no, I was 20, and I remember meeting someone, and he was like, oh, you know, come over. And when I got to his house, I'm like, I'm here. He was like, oh, okay, come in. I'm like, okay. So I'm walking to the door, but it's pitch black. I'm like, are you going to, so I called. I'm like, are you going to cut the lights on? He's like, oh, no, I prefer us to be discreet. Discreet? Discreet? <laughs> uh-uh. I was like, no. oh, okay. I got back in my car and left. Right. I don't know if this is a setup. I didn't know what was going to happen. You yeah. know what I mean? No Granted, thanks. I shouldn't have been there no damn way because I didn't even know his ass. But you know, I was being you, fast. Listen, that's how we did back in the day. Like, all we have is goddamn chat lines. Right. So, you know, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Right. Okay, so we can move on to the next topic. I'm going to let all you right. go ahead. Um, so I I think I kind of wanted to touch like and talk about, you know, how because I've been watching some documentaries about like um drug addiction and I can't even sometimes I can't say this fucking word correctly. Opioid <laughs> you know, <laughs> um outbreak and how it's getting so much attention and things like that and you know, like people have a discussion or a debate about how, you know, you being a drug addict is a disease or it's a choice. And, right. you know, I, I I'm I'm in the middle. So what's your take on it? And I'll go into mine. Okay. <clears throat> well, first, let, let me ask you one question. And I already mm. know the answer, but I'm just asking it for the audience. Have you ever been addicted to drugs? No. Okay. All right. So I've never been addicted to drugs. So I I don't know if I have the best answer for this. However, what I will say is this is my opinion. And please don't come for me, people. But I do think that for me, I think okay, I'm going to say I do feel like it's a disease because I personally know people that are fighting who are addicted to drugs. And I feel like, obviously, I've known them before the drug use. And they're good people. You know what I'm saying? And I feel Mm -hmm. like I see them keep constantly going back and then they'll get off and then go back. And I'm like, well, I guess it kind of is a disease because they're fighting to let it go. But then at the same time, I'm like, well, you're making a choice, right? You're You're deciding to do this. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I, I'm gonna. I, if I had to pick, and if I was being honest with everybody, I would say I feel like it's a disease, and it's something that needs. I think more attention needs to be brought to it, and they need to have more resources and um, just more resources for people who are addicted. Because I feel like, as I said, I know people that's you know addicted or whatever. And it seems like the resources for them are very slim to none. And it's almost like they drop the ball one, two, three. Like, you get into this program, you're there for 10 days. And like, all right, you're good to go. Meanwhile, this person has been addicted to this drug for years. So 10 days is not going to help this person. And clearly, we see that it's not because they keep going back and forth and back and forth. And I just would like more resources for me. Let's right. try to get some more resources for them. 
I mean, I think there are there, there are resources out there. There are plenty of resources out there. The thing is, is that bitch ran. <laughs> when it comes to like the the ten day you know treatment centers and things like that, you have to remember that a lot of these places are like grant funded, so they, right. they can't just pop up anywhere. You know, so they do have treatment centers that are out there for ninety days and plus. But like also, you know, you can't keep someone someplace for a long period of time because you need that space to be filled for someone else who's trying to get in there to get help. So for right. that for that person who's on their way out, they have ongoing outpatient treatment that can continue to go to if that's what they choose to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's, there's things out there for them to do if they continue, if that's, that's, if that's what they really want to do. Like your mindset has to be there. Like I think it's the, the right type of facility. Like just going to a facility for someone is not going to help them. They have to go to the right type of facility that's going to help them facets when it comes to therapy you know getting in touch with the reason why you even went to 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 experiment you know me myself like going back to the beginning you know like i and like i said i'm in the middle i feel like it is a disease um do i think it's a choice i think it's a choice it's an involuntary choice in the beginning for you to even start you know what i mean because a lot of you us think go, involuntary okay go ahead right because if a lot of us go through a lot of a lot of things in life and mm-hmm. things can be really really hard but a lot of us don't turn to drugs we don't get addicted to drugs you know like we keep pushing and moving on or you know find another outlet to let that stuff out you know but also i think like we talked about this before it could be depending on family it could be a hereditary thing. I think it could be, you know, because if you look at if you look at someone's like you could see like in someone's family, it's like every generation, it's like somebody's addicted to something, you know. Right. It's every it's it's like something that doesn't break. So, in my mind, I, I I do think it is a disease. Once you start and you've been doing it for a long period of time, and you keep trying to get off of it and you can't. You know, something just brings you back in. Um, but in the beginning, I feel like it's a choice that um, for you to start. And in a way, it's kind of involuntary. Because nobody wakes up in the morning and say, yes, I'm going to be a drug addict this morning. At least I don't think so. You know what I mean? So that's why I say like an involuntary choice. Uh, okay. I could see that. But I guess, I mean, think about it. I mean, most sane people, right? Because at some point, these we're just going to call them crackheads. At this point... We're drug addicts. Okay, drug addicts. I think that most of us know that if I do coke, there's a potential that I might get addicted, right? No one mm-hmm. is that dumb to say, oh, I don't think I'll get addicted because I'm, you know, I'm bigger than that. I could smoke this crack for weeks, bitch, and I'll be fine. Yeah. People, I don't, I don't people, think that, people so do you, say so, that. But people why do you think they would say that? People say, "Oh, because you." Ha- I hear it all the time. Like when you watch certain. Bitch, what cat you know? I never met a crackhead that ever said that. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Bitch, I'm, when I'm saying I hear it all the time because I watch different things, like documentaries, different things like that. It's they like lying. some people. Well, you can't say what people say and then call them a liar. You gotta take that doesn't make what they any are. sense. But I'm gonna let you finish. Go ahead. People could be like, "Well, I started doing. I started taking lines of coke because it kept me up." Did I think I was going to become addicted? No, because I started out, I was only doing it once a month. And then it turned into like twice a month. And then it was like three times a week. And then it turned into every day. You know what I mean? Nobody really says that, you know, they, they're going to think they're going to actually get addicted to this drug that they're going to take. Okay, to me, that, that just sounds ridiculous. Because to me, we all know that those type of drugs are very addicting. No, I'm saying I would understand if it was alcohol because alcohol we all enjoy, most people. That's something that we go, oh, give me a nice cocktail, give me a shot. But for you to sit there and say, well, I think I can do a line of Coke and I'll be fine. To me, I would have to question your your mental status because that doesn't make any type of sense to me. There's well, no way. <laughs> I, have, no way I, to like, I mean, like technically, I have known people personally who have, who are not addicted to coke but have said they have done it in the past well of course more than once well right i know someone who says to me listen i you know i dabble i dabble in the tina a little bit 
know what I'm saying? But I understand my limits. I said, okay, that's fine. Right, and, and that's how... People, I know people that who, who do that, and they, they, they have control, right? But what I'm saying to you is that most people, most normal people that's walking around say, oh, I don't want to do that because I don't think that I might end up getting addicted because I know that's an addictive drug. That's what I'm just saying. Most people's mindset would be that. I don't know too many people that would be just like, I think I could do this once and it'll be okay. Or a few uh, times a week. Uh, I don't know anybody that would say that. Uh, you just they just you just kind of said it in a way when people you said like, well, you know, I know my limits. You know, people that's mm-hmm. that's basically almost saying I, I'm not gonna get a, I could do this once or twice and not be addicted to it. It's basically almost the same thing. Well, no, what I'm saying to you, well, it kind of is, but it kind of isn't to me, only because that person is just saying, okay, well, they that I'm that person just that, that person just happened to happen to to be come addicted to it. That's what that is, and the other person yeah. didn't. But no, but, but that's what I'm saying to you. Overall, though, when you look at when you look at the velocity of drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Most people know that drugs are addicting. Is what I'm saying to you. So it's mm-hmm. very few people that probably say, "Oh, well, I'm gonna do this, and I'm not gonna get addicted." Well, it's so what I'm can well, so can alcohol, like alcohol, right? But I said to you, but that's what mm-hmm. I said to you. Alcohol makes sense from it makes sense that you might get addicted to alcohol because it's something that most people do. Most people don't do coke. I don't know you, too many people. That's that, that's because. That's because you don't know too many people. That's because you know a lot of like you hang around. So you're saying who, you know a whole bunch of addicts. Is what I'm saying. not. No, I'm not saying that. Oh. I'm not saying I know a whole bunch of addicts. But there, obviously, there's a whole bunch of them out there. Because hello, look right. at the drug industry. What I'm trying to say is that in your personal life, you mm-hmm. know people who drink regularly. So to you, it kind of makes more sense because you don't see people who's actually alcoholics on a regular basis. Have people out there who are who dabble in coke or I don't know crack or whatever the fuck I don't know the difference between either or them but may not be may not be addicted to it but then there's people out there who is an addiction is something like I don't know I'm trying to I'm about to start rambling but it's I think I think it more so has to do with with your personal life experience of what you're around and if you're not looking at the bigger picture of it all like i don't know a lot of people who are addicted to crack in my personal life but i do know there's people out there i have heard people say when it comes to coke or whatever like oh i take a line here and there blah 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 but you know and you can see them they're not actually addicted to it or possibly they could be but they could be a functioning crackhead i don't know you know what i'm saying so it's, it's different steps to it, is what I'm trying to say. Right, but I wasn't disputing that. What I was disputing was more so just the, the general consensus is that most people would say that drugs are addicting. So I'm not going to even try to go that way, right? Except for people right. that probably do. I get what you're saying. That's right, because, what I was trying to say. Right, I get that part. Um, because at the end of the day, you could buy alcohol in the store. You can't buy cocaine in the store. You know what I mean? So for most people, it's a legal thing to to be addicted to in a way. Yeah, that, I mean that makes sense. Um, I mean, I guess right. So technically, the, the bottom line is that I just say this to everybody: when it comes to drugs, you are not the exception. You know, sometimes you could think one thing and you're like, "Damn, like I was gonna get addicted." Next thing you know, you selling you st- your ass right for a twenty rock. And it's sad, you know what I'm saying? Or you do mm-hmm. things you probably never thought in life that you would actually do. And my thoughts is just that, which I need to probably get with you about the resources, because I've called many of places that said, oh, we don't treat for that, or we only have a 12-day program. And this, and they have said, this, this is government-funded, so we only can do it for this amount of days. Right. And it seems like most of the places that are like a long-term, oh, you have far to pay away. out of pocket. Right. right and, out of, and it's far away, and it's out of pocket. And clearly, if they're a drug addict, they uh, don't have the money. Okay. Well, I see what you mean when it comes to it, when it comes to that, right? Okay. okay. So you saying as far as like being better resources for people who don't have just the means to go far away right. or whatever. Who are temporarily get... out of cash or right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I get what you're saying when it comes to that, um, but I think that's also 
the government's mindset of trying to get people not to get on drugs because if you have these facilities that's out here that's condoning you or giving you the, the option to you know do what you do and you come here just like to me like I was just watching, you know, one of the little documentaries or whatever, but, you know, this has been around for a while, like in New York, and I see it, it makes sense to a certain extent, but then again, it doesn't to where they have these, like, safe house places where people come and do drugs safely. And it's wow. just like, what the fuck? Like, so it's like, oh, you come here, we give you clean needles, and you could do your drugs in here safely instead of being out there on the street because you possibly can overdose and die. Like, they have Narcan there for them to give wow. just in case it's someone that does overdose. In my eyes, like, in a way that's condoning people to be drug addicts. It's like, well, I don't have to stop because, you know, or I want to stop, but I, I keep going to this place because in the, in the documentary, guys saying, like, well, you know, um, I have people here who... At the time, before they even shoot up, they keep saying, you know, I want to stop. And But you giving them the resources to keep doing it. So right. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, to me, it just doesn't make sense. Like, and I mean, granted, it's cutting down on, like, people catching HIV and things from using different dirty right. needles and things like that or whatever. That I understand. But in a whole aspect of it all, like, if they're coming here to, because I don't, I don't know, maybe they could be, I don't know. If they come in here to to use to use drugs safely or whatever, there should also be an option to where you know you're there, like trying to work on them to stop and put them in therapy right. and different things like that or whatever. I don't know. They could be, but they didn't say that. They were just talking about how they can come in and do it safely. I don't know. Right. That makes sense. Okay. Um. So I want to move on to. I'm sorry. I feel so unprepared. But this is the first thing I just read. <laughs> Um, so I want to talk about collateral. <laughs> That's what I'll call it. So I was just on Instagram and a woman, this, this woman, she makes dresses, like prom dresses or whatever. I don't know if you saw the story, but she makes prom dresses. And she decided this lady had reached out to her and was like, hey, I want you to do a dress for my daughter, whatever, whatever. She was like, all right, this is a deposit, uh, you know. And as long as you give me the deposit, I start making the dress. And then this is da 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 da. She gave her the guidelines. The woman mm-hmm. never made the deposit. So all of a sudden, the woman reached back out to her, like, hey, how's the dress going? And she was like, well, girl, you ain't never give me no deposit. So therefore, I didn't start making no dress. So she was right. like, oh, okay, let me give you a deposit now. She gave her the deposit and whatever. So the dress starts getting made. The woman comes because it was like last minute, she said. She decided to, like, you know, really do it. The dress came out really, really nice. I will say that. Mm. Um, she brought it to the people's house, and the girl tried it on. It was a few little, um, what do you call it? I forgot, but go ahead. I feel right. the details that need to be fixed. Go ahead, go ahead. Right. She needed to do some things to fix it. and um, Alterations. There you go. Yeah, yeah, alterations. Right. So she said, okay, fine. So the woman went to go do the alterations. She came back. She was like, all right, so it's good to go. All right, I'm going to need the rest of my money. And the woman was like, oh, okay, pretty much we're not doing the best right now. And... Lord. Wait, wait. <laughs> and uh, She was like, you know, you know, I, I'm good for the money pretty much. Um, wait. <laughs> Why I can't get that? Okay, so she, <laughs> so she said, um, all right, can I give you something, you know, to hold until, you know, I get the money for you. And the girl was like, uh, okay, I, I guess. So she was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you my mother's ashes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. So she gave the lady a urn with her mother's, with her mother's ashes. In, right? <laughs> it's not funny. No. Right. <laughs> 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 Oh my Thank god! You. But just that, okay. Wait, I have to I have to stop for a minute because I'm a businessman, right? Or I'm a businessman, and you say, "All right, I'm gonna give you these ashes." Like, bitch, what? What <laughs> exactly? Like, I don't want your mother's ashes. First of all, what could I possibly do with this if you don't give me my money? Right, but I guess because think about it, most people that you know near and dear to them. So I'm not gonna I'm gonna pay you. I don't want you to keep my mother's ashes. 
All right. How do I know you might not like them other than want to get rid of them? Like, I don't I know. Mean, this is true. <laughs> like, anyway, uh, the businesswoman decides to take, keep the, she said, okay, I'll take it for collateral. She took the ashes, went about her business. Then she was supposed to pay, I guess, in a few days. So she was texting her, like, hey, what's going on? The girl was responsive. And then all of a sudden, she just stopped talking. So, so fast forward, now the woman who gave her the ashes has filed a police report saying that she stole the ashes from her home. Oh, <laughs> oh bitch, are you kidding me? Right. So now the woman, obviously, she's upset. Like, no, this is my proof here. And she showed all of the text messages of how she was supposed to pay her the money, and she just never paid her the money. So bitch. my question is, well, obviously, we know we wouldn't both have stuck in the ashes. But if you did take the ashes and she still ain't paid you, what would you have done? I, well, depending on, well, I would have, I probably would have filed the police report my damn self and been like, bitch, um, look, I made this dress for this woman and she left me her mother's ashes and she's not responding anymore. And it, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Like, I want my money. I know this is so wrong, but bitch, I would have done some shit at the beach. I'm sorry, I would have done some. <laughs> bitch, I would have done some. Cause you play with, my, cause you playing with my fucking money, and you know good and damn well you gave me these ashes. Who steals fucking ashes? But that look, make but but look, if you would have did that, and you would you would have gotten in trouble for that shit. Like if you done it after the fact would. of the matter. So like being spiteful in that fact of the matter wouldn't have helped you at, in the end of it all. Like her dumb ass, like you really think that they was <laughs> bitch? I'm fucking done. I, I, <laughs> your mother's the, ashes. But the comments, one girl was like, "Girl, you crazy?" Because I would have told her. Well, you better go to Burlington and get you an off the rack drive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not Burlington. What the fuck? I can't. I feel bad for her because I'm like, why do people do business like that? And why you know that this woman needs her money? Whether you were satisfied, it seems like they were satisfied with the dress. But of course. just pay her her damn money or say, listen, can I pay you in payment? Right. Like you're going to turn around and then. There. Now you're going to turn around and file a police report just completely lie on this woman with actually she did you a motherfucking favor because she right. could have just said, no, I don't want your mother's ashes, bitch. Like, what is that going to do for me? I need, like, bitch, right. you going to give me your car? Or, like, you're going to, what? Like, I don't know. Something else that has actual value to it, monetary value to it. Like, not sentimental shit because clearly you didn't give a fuck for a few days because I didn't hear from your ass. Right. Because would you do this in David's bridal? Would you do this if you went to First a of all, you could have a dresser? Right. right, you can't. They would look at you like, what? We don't want that. If you, no money, no dress. Right. Exactly. Goodbye. Right. And, you know, of course, I think that people just nowadays are not the brightest. And I feel like, especially nowadays, I feel like people have their receipts. So clearly, you know, you owe this woman her money. Give her her damn money. And she should go to jail for filing a false police report, I feel. Like, right. lock her the fuck up. Oh, not even that. Just make her have to pay more money that she don't motherfucking have. There you go. I mean, that's true. And then you can't pay the money, then your ass will end up in jail for a, f a few days or so. Because, right. like, now you you wasting, like, people's time and money to go and file and read this shit and put effort into it to find out what the fuck is going on. Right, right. And I think it comes, like, because I feel like they, I guess the girl, the, the alterations, she felt like why wasn't this done? But like we all know, whenever you get, like when I went through get my pants done for the wedding, like he had was altering them in my like my thigh area or whatever, and I'm, he was like, "Is it too tight?" And I was like, "No, it's okay, it's okay." But then as I thought about it, I was like, "I probably should have had him not take these in so much." So I feel like you're not 100% gonna be happy, but just pay these damn people, like. Right. You know, if not, I if you feel right. like you're not going to have the money, take your ass to Burlington, like the girl said. Like, right, bitch. I mean, this <laughs> dress you, you go and found you a nice dress at Plato's Closet. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> like, I mean, we you, you shop, baby girl. Yeah, you shop in your in your in your in your budget. Right. Like, I understand your your kid probably wanted something really really nice, but. 
You need to let your child know, like, you ain't got the money to pay for it. They don't like it, then go get a job and help pay for it. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. That's why I don't want no right. kids. But anyway, moving on. Right. Well, you have you have a topic for us? Um, let's talk about professionalism in the workplace. Da-da-da. Because now this is a personal experience of mine. So, um, bitch, we got like fifteen minutes. Well, twenty. Yeah. Be careful uh, what you say. Of course. Well. I can. I will be careful, but however, everything I'm saying is the truth. So I mean, anyway. Don't say no name. Um, you know, like as I don't know what I don't know if people knew. Like I used to work for the county that I work that, that I live in, and I was there for like a year and a half or so. And last, well, this past April, I went from one department to another, got a little promotion, whatever. About to do my thing, thinking so, whatever. Um. Before I got there, you know, a lot of people were like, you sure you want to go there? Because this new department they got, the people they hiring, there's the management, and they're a little sketchy or whatever. And I'm like, I mean, how bad could it be? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm right. from the hood, you know? Like, because the thing is, like, they, they were hood people or whatever, hood-like, you know, in the streets. And I'm like, I mean, please, I'm from Brooklyn, so what the fuck? I'm not, I'm just going there to do my job and leave. Right. So, um... Right before I started the job, you know, personally, my mom passed away like a few days beforehand or whatever. And so I had a lot of stuff going on mentally before I even got there. And then I get there and it's a fucking mess. A mess. Like, I find out that, you know, the director was shot in the face <laughs> uh, a year before. Um they hiring people that are currently on probation. Now, you know, granted, the the department was like a department that's going to be working with the violence in the community and try to get people who are involved in gangs or gang affiliated just to try to, you know, better themselves and give resources to like people who are felons, convicted felons and probably need work or, you know, you need your rent pay, just resources like that or whatever. Um, <clears throat> one of... Well, a couple of people that, that were my coworkers were currently on probation. Um, one of the supervisors was charged with murder. <laughs> um, and it got put down to manslaughter. And all that didn't even really bother me. None of that bothered me. But then it was like the unprofessional. Wait, just for some information purposes. Mm. Wait, no, but what I'm saying is that was that supervisor convicted? Was it dropped? Like, what, do we know what happened or was it an ongoing case? Um, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know because this was some years ago, anyway. Um, so, uh, we get I get there. So, me and a coworker, or me and an ex, a coworker of mine from the department I used to work in, we moved to the same department. So we knew each other. Everybody else there that already was hired. Once the director got hired on, he hired all his friends, and then they hired people that they know to take up the position and stuff. So me and my my friend, my coworker, we are the oddballs out in a way because we don't know them like that. So you know, you gravitate to who you know, especially right. in the beginning of, of 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 working somewhere until you get to know people or whatever. So. You know, we get there, it's 12 of us, there's three computers to work on. Three desktops that don't even really work anyway. Um, let's see. <laughs> Where the fuck do I start? So I'm sitting in 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 an open area with some of my coworkers and stuff, and then the supervisor starts going around asking is everyone is on probation. Who's on probation? Are you on probation? Are you on probation? Are you Bitch, I didn't know you do that. Right. Like, first of all, I thought that was a pre-employment question, number one. But then if you didn't want to know that, I think you would take people individually and privately and ask them that. My phone number was given out not once, not twice in a group text message. Like, you're supposed to send emails for shit like this. I'm really confused. You know, then because I went and I asked my old supervisor about getting my old position back because, you know, that was understood. Like, if you're not happy in a slot you are, you're able to move back to where you was or go to someplace else. That was an issue for them. They brought that up in a meeting that I had with them. In a meeting, I was asked if I had a white supervisor or I think that they would do. Like, where is the professionalism in this fucking job? Like, right. 
Then when I'm not there, being talked about, like personal stuff is being told to my best friend. Well, not my best friend, but you know, my good friend that's that I work with, the coworker or whatever. Like, of course, she's my friend. She's come back and tell me. Like, why are you right. telling this 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 woman things that we talked about in this meeting? She shouldn't know this stuff, even if she is my friend. Like, right. you know, so um, I did call them ghetto because we had people walking around in do rags and they pants sagging, white t shirts and gray shorts, you know, like we on the block. Like, do you not work in a county building? Like, I'm confused. So, and wait, with you that, said gray shorts? Mm hmm. Gray shorts. Like, like sweatshorts? Yes. Uh -huh. Did you see any prints? I wasn't looking. I'm not, they're not my type. No, it's not interested. <laughs> I don't need you. You can't be on probation currently, my nigga. No thanks. Um, then, you know, like, um, they were calling <laughs> that they were hiring. Uh, it was just so oh, wow. many motherfucking uh. things. That was just so, <laughs> like, the supervisors would come upstairs after an interview and then say to each other, but they saying it in, in amongst other other like subordinates, like, oh well, this girl'll do fine. Like she a bird, but she'll work out. Now I know who you're talking about. Like, but you know, it was told it was said, you know, that I was bad mouthing the department and because I went back and asked for my job back because I called them ghetto, that it it didn't work out. So they, they decided to let me go. Because they, they have the the street mentality in this job to where it's like it's them and it's everybody else and if you're not with them then they're gonna look you as a, a loose ship or whatever the fuck that, that saying is or whatever too because when they want to do sneaky shit they want to make sure that nobody's not going to say anything or have to worry about anybody like that because that's the type of shit that they're going to be doing there to this day that we started there April 16th it is May no April 19th it is May 31st, and they still have, they still don't know what the fuck they're supposed to be doing there. And I know this because of my friend who still works there. And she's right. like, We have not had any training. We're supposed to be going live tomorrow on doing an actual job. But there's no training for these people. Now, mind you, the, the system that we're supposed to be working on, me and her already know how to work on it because we already worked on it with the county beforehand. They don't know none of this stuff. So they're supposed to be taking phone calls with no phones. <laughs> like, how does it work? I guess somebody's gonna be able to get through then. Child, listen, it's a mess. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I was I was very annoyed about how I was let go because of how I was encouraged to apply for this position from a higher above who was higher than the people who got hired on, and then she sat right there and just let them fire me. However, I was happy because I didn't want to be there. It was like a weight lifted right. off my shoulders for having to be there. Well, fucking, never mind. No. So, with so these unsavory you... people, right? Okay, that's a nice way to put it. Uh, <laughs> so, what have you learned from this experience overall, though? Um, when I before I took the job, like I kept going back and forth with myself, and like, should I take it? Should I not? No, you're good here, but however, this is this is more money. I'll be able to do more things, um, and plus, you know, I'll be able to move up. You know, because I was also told, you know, by the high above that once I, I start there, you know, like by July, I can become an actual supervisor or whatever. And I'm like, well, damn, supervisor, make more money. And then I was, you know, my mind was telling me, bitch, stay where you at. And from now on, I'm going to go with my first mind and my gut and just do what the fuck I need to do. And just, just stay, like, go with what it says and not second guess myself. Because when you do that, it puts you in positions to where you don't really come out in the, in the, in the, in, at the top in the end. And right. now, you know, I had to kind of start all over from the beginning again, but you know, God don't bless no mess. You know what I'm saying? That's so, true. you know, like I was very annoyed because I was trying to figure out what was going to happen, you know, when it comes to, you know, finding a job again in this area, but I found one in, in no time, no, no, right. no problem. You know what I'm saying? But it's just One's the fact of the matter of that having, that happened, you know, and of course I went to HR and they got a mouthful and they found out some things that wasn't, that wasn't, that was going on. That was very unprofessional and they're supposed to be handling the situation. Will they? I don't know, but that's what I was told.
So if you could say something to the person that let you go, what would you say? I don't appreciate how you just let them railroad me like that when you personally kind of know me. You yourself, when I first started there after the county came up to me on your own and start hearing, start start talking to me about how you're hearing such good things about me multiple times. You called me into your office about this job to ask my opinion about other people who might want to, who should come there. And then told me to apply for a supervisor position for the job, which I didn't even get an interview. And then you know personally that I had stuff going on with my mom passing away, my dad passing away last year, and then my adopted mother passing away in 2019 and things like that. So you would you know my character. So to hear that I was doing certain stuff, you would think that you would kind of pull me to the side and just say, what's going on? Right. And that you did not do. <clears throat> so now I don't trust you. Right. I think, right. So I think the lesson probably is that you know, obviously people, I'm not going to say, because I don't know if she bamboozled you, but what I would say is that you always have to look at, okay, what's what's in, the, in um, the best interest of myself? You know what I'm saying? So fuck these other people. This is just a business. And obviously you have a job to do. And whatever you choose to do is what you're going to do what's best for you. Like I'm going to do what's best for me. So that's the problem. There was no job to do. I was well, just sitting course, there, not course. doing anything. And I was bored. You know what I'm saying? And then why right. you not well, you don't have anything to do that's giving them other things to other nonsense things to do, which comes up to where it's just like and mind you, like it wasn't like I was walking around telling people stuff on my own. But you know, other coworkers that I used to work with before and just asked, like, how you like it over there? And you know me, bitch. <laughs> I mean, oh, this shit is ghetto. It's, it is like it was like literally walking in it sometimes it's like walking into the trap house she my trap queen hey. I can't but I, I feel like right every but everything that, that happens <clears throat> excuse me everything in life happens for a reason so mm-hmm. clearly you have to experience the situation because you're like okay now I know if I have if I have like you said if you have to second guess yourself it's not for you on top of the fact that now you've been in an environment where they've been so unprofessional that you would immediately say, okay, this is not for me. This is not going to work. Therefore, I need to figure out how I'm going to exit stage left before something like this happens again. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I tried to do in the beginning. But, you know, right. you can't just move from one place, one department to another just like that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. what my mind was like, well, I'm going to stay here until something becomes open because I don't want to be here. But, you know, they made the decision for me. Which, like I said... It, it wasn't a bad thing, but it, it, you know, it was a, you know, it was in the middle. Like I was happy, but I was annoyed about how it happened, basically. Right, right. Understandable. Right. Understandable. So all of y'all, if y'all not happy in a place where y'all working, just keep your mouth shut for a little while because you know you never know <clears throat> what these people who you think is like for you are actually against you. Well, not against you, but look out for themselves. Because I'm not going to say that she was against me. She just, I, I think she probably scared of the people that <laughs> that's in charge, that's working that's there. Bad. Even though she's above them. But go ahead. Like, I don't, I don't even no, know. No, I could not. Okay, well, <clears throat> thanks for sharing. Yeah. Um, that's the show. And obviously, we're grateful that Quality has a new position, and it's like, fuck that job. And sometimes when you go through things with other employers, you see... I got this new position, and now I'm thriving in abundance at this new job. Fuck them bitches. I'm doing great over here. While you bitches are miserable with three computers and no fucking phones. Correct. Boom. Boom, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> well, I want to thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Hopefully we can do it again soon. Yes, yes, yes. And I want to thank you guys for listening to Drew Presents. Bye.